Hello and thank you for logging on to the Memory Gauge, your new favourite Digimon card game podcast. I'm your host Connor and in this week's shorter episode I'm going to cover every official Digimon card game product that will be available at the release of 1.0, what you're going to get in each product and my own thoughts on whether the product is worth it. Apologies for the way I sound, I'm filming this very early in the morning because I'm going away this weekend trying to get this episode out to you guys. So, this episode is going to have a bit more of a subdued feel. But first, every week, I ask you a listener question and every week, one answer gets a shout out on the show. Last week, I asked, what is your favourite piece of art from the Digimon card game and why? Shout out to Drew Noss, who says... Gonna have to say, the green Agumon card has one of the best card arts in this set. Something about that peaceful Agumon just makes me so happy. That is a really great card. I'll share an image in the show notes. That art is actually fantastic. Finally, to celebrate the official English release of Special Version... Special Booster version 1.0, I'm doing my first live stream. So I'm going to be opening a box of Special Booster version 1.0 booster packs, hopefully chatting with you guys about everything relating to the Digimon card game. And there is also going to be a small giveaway exclusive to people who tune into the stream. So make sure to be there or you're going to miss out. I'll be giving away the contents of one of the boosters I open and there might be even more giveaways if we hit viewer targets. So if we get enough viewers, there are going to be even more giveaways. So make sure you're there. The stream is going to start on Friday the 12th of February at 7pm EST. You can find it at twitch.tv slash EFMG. Links and relevant information are going to be in the show notes and I really hope to see you all there. Now for our main topic, and with the upcoming release of Special Booster version 1.0, there's going to be a lot of products suddenly available for you to purchase. And for those who still haven't decided what they're after, or who might be new to trading card games in general, or who just need a bit of a hand deciding what product is right for you, I wanted to break down what each of these products is and what it contains. And I also wanted to share my thoughts on each product, but... Do take those thoughts with a grain of salt because obviously my experiences are not going to necessarily map one-to-one to your own. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. First up, we have Special Booster version 1.0 Booster Packs. Now, a lot of people start out by buying booster packs, and if you aren't worried about getting specific cards, they are a great way to quickly build a collection, a booster pack being a randomized assortment of cards from the set. Now, the special booster version 1.0 booster packs contain 12 cards drawn from the 187 possible cards in the special booster version 1.0 set. Now, these cards are randomly selected, but there are certain things that stay consistent through the packs. You're going to get 10 cards of a common or uncommon rarity. You're going to get one rare, and you'll get one card that is either rare, super rare, or secret rare. So, each booster pack gets you two rares, and one of those might be super 
or secret rare and there's a lot of fun to be had in opening booster packs it's a very popular thing to do on twitch and youtube for exactly that reason there's a fun element of surprise and risk because the cards are randomized but also because of that randomization there's no way to guarantee that you're going to be getting a card or pulling a card that you actually need so once you have a large enough collection, it will probably be easier and safer just to trade or buy for the cards you want, rather than buying boosters until you finally pull that secret rare that you've been chasing. And finally, each booster pack also contains one half of a memory gauge. So with just two booster packs, you'll have a full memory gauge for gameplay. Because the memory gauge is a game piece that's unique to Digimon and kind of Chrono Clash, but unique to Digimon, I like that they make them very easy to get a hold of, so you don't have to make your own, and you can have something that is very clear and very easy to use. So that does it for the booster packs. Next up, you can get the booster box, and this is a box that contains 24 booster packs. For the players who are more committed to a game, buying a booster box is kind of the preferred way to get cards from a set initially before you start getting specific cards 24 boosters means that you're going to open 288 cards that's an instant collection and again the cards in the boosters are randomized so you have no guarantee that you'll get what you're looking for but people who pay attention to things like statistics and ratios tell us that in every booster box you're going to be opening seven super rares and then either one secret rare and one alternate art card or two alternate art cards. I have no way to confirm that this is going to happen in every box, but it does seem to match what my experience was from opening my two boxes and seeing my friend open his two boxes. So these ratios sound roughly correct. And there are also a few other cool things that you're going to be getting when you buy a booster box. And first, with each 1.0 booster box, it comes with an alternate art Tamer card. And these are really cool full art versions of the Tamer cards in the set. They're really colorful and they really pop. And I love seeing these hit the battlefield. And if you want to get your hands on them without trading, you'll need to buy a booster box. Next, each booster box comes with a special box promotion pack, and this is a unique pack that contains two cards from a possible pool of six. And these are cards you can't get by opening normal booster packs. The only way to get them, other than trading or buying them directly from someone, is to buy a booster box. And the really cool thing about these cards is that they're paired, so you're always going to get the complementary cards. So the possible pairs are Tai Kamiya, V Tamer, and Vidramon Zero. You could get Wegarurumon and Garurumon, or Agumon and Greymon. These have really cool art and kind of cool effects. They're not overpowered, but they're still pretty cool. But my favorite piece of art is probably the Taikamiya V-Tamer and Vidramon Zero, because that art and characters are drawn directly from the first Digimon manga. manga. Blech. So they have this really cool look to them. Plus the foiling on them is really nice. It's a sort of digital background. Very cool stuff. Also, if you buy 12 packs of special release booster version 1.0 from an LGS, you will also get a dash pack. So with each booster box purchase, you'll be getting two dash packs because you're buying 24 booster packs. And the dash packs each contain one card from a possible pool of five. And these cards are alternate art versions of cards that you can get from the main set. But the only way to get these particular art printings is to pull them from these dash packs. So there is an Agumon, there is a Garbumon, 
There is a metal sea drum on, a machine drum on, and a puppet one. I think my favorite is the gold foil machine drum on. It has the circuit board backing, and it's just a really cool piece of art. So as you can see, they're giving you a lot of incentive to buy a booster box, but they are a bit on the pricier side, so don't go for this option unless you feel you're really committed to the game. And then finally, we have the starter decks. And these are pre-built decks that are created to be playable right out of the box. They're designed to teach new players how to play the game, and they actually even come with rules for playing the game. Starter decks are a great way to teach someone the game, or if you're a new player and you're not sure that you want to commit to buying a booster box, a starter deck will get you playing and trying the game. And there are three starter deck options that are released alongside Special Booster 1.0, and each is built around a certain color. These are Gaia Red, which is a red deck, Kakaitis Blue, which is a blue deck, and Heaven's Yellow, which is a yellow deck. I went into detail on each of these decks way back in episode 2, so if you want an in-depth discussion of these decks and the cards in them, go check that episode out, and please excuse how terrible I sounded back then. Even worse than I sound right now, or croaky early in the morning. <laughs> now each of these decks contains 54 cards, 50 main deck cards and 4 Digitama deck cards. And the interesting part about the starter decks is that they're made up of unique cards, meaning you can't get the cards from the starter deck in the main set. The only way to get these cards is by buying the starter decks. And this has actually caused a few issues because some of the cards like Hammerspark and Gaia Force are actually staples for their colors, meaning that they're pretty powerful effects that go in more or less every deck of their color. And Gaia Force is especially nasty because it's a top tier removal piece, but there are only two Gaia Force cards in one Gaia Red starter deck, so you'd actually need two copies of the deck to get the full four copies of Gaia Force that you can play in any one deck. Because of the fact that these decks have unique cards, it is probably a good idea to pick up at least one of them, but keep in mind that these products are the best way for new players to get into the game, so let's not be crazy about buying them all up. It can be very tempting because they have these good cards, but might need to take a personal hit to grow the game. At least that's my own opinion. Each starter deck also contains a unique memory gauge and a, the color of the deck. So there's a red one, a blue one, and a yellow one. And it also contains a booster pack. These starter decks give you a great base to build your own deck off of, because of course you can edit and swap out the cards. And you never know what goodies you're gonna pull from that first booster pack. And I've seen people pull Omnimons from their starter deck booster packs. So these are legitimate booster packs that can hold some really good stuff. And that brings us to the end of all the card products that we have for special booster version 1.0, but there's actually one more product to talk about. There are also, being released alongside the official card game release, there are official Digimon card game card sleeves. There are four different styles you can choose from. There's an Omnimon design that has like a Metal Garurumon and Wargreymon in the background. There's a white Agumon design. There's this a baby design that has a lot of Digitama on it. It's a little cartoony. And there's one that just looks like the card back. Now I have purchased some of these sleeves and I think the shuffle feel is okay. It feels all right to shuffle these, but I don't really trust them to sleeve my full deck in. They feel a little bit flimsy. And I personally think that the best use of these sleeves is either decorative as a decorative piece or sleeve your Digitama deck in them because there's not as much shuffling that goes on there. 
getting the right sleeves for your deck is so important, and I really do love the designs on these, so I hate to recommend against them, but my personal preference is for a sturdier card sleeve, like an Ultra Pro or a Dragon Shield. And that brings us to the end of our very clipped episode. I'm sorry that's such a short episode, but as I said, time has gone away from me this week. But hopefully this has been a helpful guide to the products available with Special Booster version 1.0. I think it's really important to know what is out there when you're buying into a trading card game. Because buying into a trading card game can be a huge commitment of money and space and time. And when I say space, I mean literally, like it takes a lot of space to store all these cards. So because it's a huge commitment in so many ways, knowing what your options are is really important, especially with things like the dash packs and the promotion packs, which you can only get by purchasing a certain product. This week's listener question is, what is the win condition of your deck? What card or combination are you playing that will generally net you that win? I want to hear all the weird and wacky ways that you're trying to win games. Please tweet your answer using the hashtag, hashtag MemoryGagePodcast, or comment on the listener question post in our Facebook group, MemoryGagePodcast, and you might receive a shout-out at the top of next week's episode. Now, don't forget to tune in to our 1.0 release live stream at twitch.tv slash EFMG on Friday, February 12th, 7pm Eastern Standard Time, All the relevant links are going to be in the show notes down below. It's going to be good fun. Please check it out. If you have any questions, feedback, comments, or concerns, tweet at me at ConnorEFMG or email me at MemoryGagePodcast at gmail.com or join our Facebook group. I'm always happy to hear from you guys, listeners. New episodes come out each week, so please be sure to follow the Memory Gage Podcast on your podcast service of choice to stay up to date. Thank you so much for listening, people. This is the Memory Gauge, logging out. 